We just embrace the only life we know If it was me, I'd tell you, nigga, lay your life and grow I'd tell you, finish where we started, reach them heights, you know and Gas the V12 to the pipe and smoke I was riding around in the V12 with the rags in the middle Had to pray to Almighty God, they let my dog out the kennel When you get it straight up by the mud, you can't imagine this shit I've been pulling up in the drop tops with the baddest bitches Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Mike, man your favorite podcast is back. Uh, World Sports Talk got Corey Moore in the building. Corey, say what's up, man. What's good? What's good? What's good with it? We back again. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, like, like he said, we back, man. We also also got D-Mill in here. D-Mill, say what's up, man. Like we said, man, we we back this week, man. Once again, real sports talk. Um, it's it's kind of a, a somber time for us, man. Like like everybody, everybody know what happened. Um, but we gonna do just like every every other NBA team been doing. Um, we're gonna give that moment of silence for one of the legends of any sport. Um. So we're gonna give him his due time. So right now we're gonna take that little that little break and have a little moment of silence for my man Cole, man. All right, man. Had to give him his. Had to give him his twenty-four, man. You know, we could have went with the eight, um, but man, we we gonna give him more time, so we gave him the twenty-four. Um, but it's it's Kobe, man. It's it's just crazy. It's uh, I don't even know where where were y'all when y'all heard the news though. That's that's what I want to know. Corey, where you where were you when you heard the news? I guess yeah. Okay, I know I was I was at the crib, man. I know I was at the crib. I just got to the crib, matter of fact. And I had got the news. I didn't believe it at first, bro. That shit, that shit, that shit still got me thrown off. It's it's crazy, man. I I can tell you, uh, I was I was at work actually, and. Some of my coworkers were walking around smiling, talking about it, and I was like, "Man, ain't ain't no way y'all y'all lying to me." So, and I was just, it was just crazy. Uh, so I had to go investigate because you know how it is when you on your phone and shit. They'll uh, they'll go ahead and send you send you that es. It's Kobe, so they're gonna definitely send that es that ESPN uh update and let you know. But that update ain't come, so I'm like, nah, man, they gotta be lying to me. Not, not Kobe, not, not the Mamba. So it's like, man, I'm, I'm gonna have to go look. First thing I, I saw when I got on Twitter, um, I don't know if people know him, Adrian Wojnarowski, uh, Woj, he, he had tweeted it out, and I'm like, damn, that, I mean, it's true, cause he, Woj always on point with, uh, 
with his sources and everything. And when I saw that, man, I was just like, nah, it's not not Kobe, man. Not and we just saw him on TV just a few days ago. He was at one of the games. I don't remember which one. And then um the night before that, his last tweet was Sabron for um passing him for uh third on the all time scoring list. And it's it's just crazy. But uh Corey, man, what were you when you heard the news, bro? Yeah, y'all can hear me? Yeah, we all got right, you. Right. Man, I was uh playing the game at home yeah. and somebody told me that you know Kobe had died. I didn't believe it. I thought it was like, you know, false reports. So then what do I do? I I go straight to Twitter. Man, yeah. <clears throat> I start seeing, excuse me, I started seeing tweets. So then I go to uh I go to um Adrian uh I don't know how to say his last that's name. But he like the best I got he, he like the best source. So then I started looking more into it. I was like, damn, bro, like it's 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 it don't seem real because like Kobe, like everybody know everybody know how Kobe was, bro. Like he was going to find a way somehow, some way to, you know, make the best out of the situation or do what he gotta do. I I never thought like He'll go out like that, like I, shit, I never even pictured it. Like I just—it's it's Kobe, it's, bro. It's, 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 just, it's just Kobe, bro. Like I never. And then, like the more I think about it, I'm like, I'll try not to think of like just like what was going on in the last few moments, like what he was trying to do to protect his daughter. But like, that, that, that shit crazy, man. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the thing that got me, bro. And I, because. It was like a lot of it was a lot of false information being thrown out about who was on the helicopter with him and all that. Nigga said Rick Fox this, was that, on there. Uh, but when I but when I found out that that G, that Gigi was with him, I was I was done. Like I I really I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. And Corey Corey know me. Corey know I was one of the biggest people who was I wasn't gonna say I hated Kobe. But I was a I was a Mavericks fan, so it's like I see. Yeah. Always went at it, um, so it was like, yeah, I re- I respect him, but I don't like him on the court. But I I respect his game. But it's just like when you find that out, man. Even even I had to shed some tears. I ended yeah. up crying at work. I'm like, yeah, it's crazy, bro. Like it's just, I, it's just too much. But it's. That's what it is, man. It's it's Kobe, bro. Like it's the mama. I don't know what else to say. Dude. Oh, oh! I heard that. I'm like, nah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And what makes it so wild to me is, bro. Like, even if you wasn't a Kobe fan, or like not even a fan of basketball, like you just didn't like basketball, you knew who he was. Everybody knew who he was, and like it's just sad because he's an icon, and you know. He done did so much, you know, for the game of basketball and and plus off the court. Like just how he made an impact on a lot of people. It, it's just it's just unfortunate, you know. It, it, it's real unfortunate. Because like it, it, it's just sad, bro. I mean he was he was what, like forty one, wasn't he? He was forty one years old. Yeah, forty one. Like I never, 
I never pictured nothing like that. You you see the you see the lies he touched, bro, and like everybody that was coming out giving their stories about about Kobe and everything. And I was I was really only waiting to see what two people would say because it was only two people I knew that were like it would be real real tough for them. That was one of them was Shaq. Everybody know what Kobe and Shaq then went went through through the years. Uh, teammates to one point basically hating each other, right? And uh, finally reconnecting after the years. That was one of the people, and the other one was Brian. Everybody, everybody know that Kobe, Brian, MJ trio. Everybody know what that was about. Yeah, him, him, and Kyrie were always. They were always close because of that that whole connection. Like Kyrie being from where he's from, Kobe being from where he's from. But Kobe knew Kyrie all through his life, basically through his dad. So, um, so that's how him and Kyrie. But it was always like, I I I don't know how Brian gonna react to it because like, even though we know it was they was always competitors. Like they was always brothers, and. Uh, even Brian always said it like I always looked up to Kobe. Like everybody knew Kobe was outside of MJ. Kobe was that next person that was really just larger than life. Mm-hmm. Like he could do no wrong on the court, and you could see it. Like over the years when they played, when they played against each other um, at the All Star game, when they played on the the Olympic team, you could see how close him and Brian was, and it was just like. I, I already know Brian hurt, man. It's yeah, it's, man. It's it's unfortunate. <clears throat> like, especially you know, we all nineties babies, so we you know we we got that we got a chance to see you know his whole career. Exactly. So all like 20, all twenty years, all twenty years. So like like me personally, like my two favorite players, Brian Mello. But before them, Kobe, you know, watching him, you know, play the game, he came in the league at 17. You know, everybody, you know, he was real young when he came out. He was one of the first, you know, high school players to make that jump. And, you know, <clears throat> you know, he wanted to be – he wanted to be better than Mike. He even said he wanted to. Uh, they started comparing him to Mike. And, you know, he eventually, you know, made an all-star team – when he was like eighteen, then you know he got his rings and stuff like that, and so I mean, even even you know off the court, you know you started seeing him. You know when he retired, you started seeing him with his daughter and stuff at the games, and you know watching her play basketball and stuff like that. But it is it's very sad. It is very sad. Like. So we all, like we said, we done watched Kobe all twenty years of his career. Um, give me your favorite moment, like off the top of your head, when you think about Kobe Bryant. What's, what's the first thing that that comes to your mind? Uh, eighty-one point game. Oh no, I ain't gonna say that. That don't count. Um, you wanna go first? Go ahead, Demil. You got. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I say when he was at 
Uh, I want to say the finals versus mm. Boston. Okay. Okay. I want to say, I want to say, yeah, I want to say the Boston Yeah. I gotta look up. I gotta look that back up to to, to be make sure I'm right. But I believe it was the game six. Let me see. Yeah, it's out of that. For it's too many, dog. Y'all go ahead, y'all. Let's y'all. Go, go ahead, Corey. Uh, for me, I'm gonna go early on in his, in his career. I was like seven years old. They were playing. I I even tweeted this. I had made the video. I'm sure people saw it, like even before I even tweeted. But it was uh game four of the 2000 NBA Finals. They was up. They was up two one, and Shaq he had fouled out in the fourth quarter against the Pacers. And then you know Kobe, Kobe. I mean, he who he had on the floor. He it was Kobe, Brian Shaw, um, and a few others. I don't remember who. I think Robert Horry too, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, probably, probably a few more. I forgot who it was. But anyway, Kobe, like man, he just he just took over. And then you know he come down. He hit a jumper in Reggie Miller's face. Jog back down court. He gave he gave him like that. Everybody be calm. Look like I got this. Just keep giving me the ball, and then they eventually won a game. That's that's probably my favorite memory because it was around a time where people like Shaq was dominant. Nobody gonna take none away from me. Most dominant player of all time. But it was like he was playing second fiddle to Shaq, and many many people. Saw it to be Shaq's team or the Kobe's, and he just had to, you know, remind people like I'm here, like this is what I do. So that I I think that was my favorite Kobe moment. It's a lot, okay. it's a lot of others, but that's my that's my all time favorite. Yeah, it's it's a lot of them when you talk about Kobe. My my favorite one, I I gotta go with the uh, 2008 Olympic team. Mm. Um, Gold medal game, playing against Spain. We already know um, how good that Spain team was, and we know how good the Olympic team was. I mean, you got you got uh, Kobe, you got LeBron, you got D Wade, uh, Jason Kidd was running the point, Dwight Howard in the middle, uh, Chris Bosh. It was just uh, so many Melo on the Mello. team as well. So it was so many players on that team, and everybody everybody knows. D Wade had the best run yeah. of that of that Olympic series. Everybody know that. Yeah, D Wade was D Wade went off. Um, LeBron was was the best player on the floor, like in all facets. But when it came down to that gold medal game, when it was time, when the game got close, everybody knew who was getting the ball, and it was like, okay, where's where's number ten? And we was like, why is why is Kobe wearing number ten? That that's Kobe. Kobe could ball in any number. It wasn't just eight. It wasn't just twenty four. Kobe had number ten, and it's just like, okay, he he taking over the game. He scoring, passing the ball, and it was just everything. He literally led that team to victory. And the thing is, he was really the only one that was in his prime on on that team. You talking about? 
uh, LeBron. LeBron was that's 08. So that was just his fifth year in the league. Yeah, uh, true. Mel- Melo year number five. Uh, D Wade, I think it was year four. So, um, so they were all still they were great players at that time, but they were all still growing. But Kobe, I believe Kobe was what 20, 27, 28, somewhere around there. Yeah, it was just. Yeah, that's like that. that's prime Kobe. So he had to remind people, like, yeah, I know, I know, y'all youngsters up and coming up trying to take my spot, but look, I'm I'm here. This is me. Like, yeah. And, and then the next the next two years, they uh they win their their back to back championships to get get them to four and five. So it's like that that whole three year run for him was just crazy. But that that Olympic team was. One of the greatest runs ever, and for him to take over in that that moment to win that gold medal was probably probably the best moment I've ever watched Kobe have, and I've seen him have some crazy moments, but that one to me stood out because I mean you're talking about the Olympics against the greatest players from every country, and you got the greatest players in the United States on your team. And you still stood out over the rest in a game that determined who was going to take home the gold medal. So that was that was my favorite Kobe moment. And another thing, people tend to forget, like until he came, like to play for the Olympics. Man, we was getting like it was it, hey. it, just, it just wasn't right watching him. I mean, I remember they had a team with Le- it was. It was LeBron, but he was like 19. Melo, he was like 19. Iverson was on there. Tim Duncan, Lamar Odom. Like that was that was the 2014. Yeah, 2014. And then like they had some talent, but bro, like that just wasn't no Olympic team. Yeah, but you got to remember after after 92, we didn't win the gold again until 2008. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like when Kobe came, I feel like everything changed. Like he was that driving force for them. You know, and and you know, shit. He like you said, he made some clutch buckets for him. You know, in that in them games. So, Kobe, Kobe was just man. He was a killer, man. That's that's really all. That's really all people can really say. He he was a killer. Yeah, right. Like shit. I mean. People on Twitter for the longest. I mean, everybody had their debates. LeBron, Kobe, LeBron, Kobe, all that. But bottom line, bro, like, they both all-time greats. I mean, you like who you like, but you got to respect. You know, you got to respect greatness, though. Definitely. If you if you can't respect, it's it's okay to debate who you think was better. That's fine. That's, that's never going to stop. That's a part of the sports world. It don't matter who's who's here, who's not. Gonna always be a debate about who's better out of who. That's that's fine, but res- respect them when you're debating about them. That's like, that's all. If you if you're gonna be disrespectful, then then that's where like oh well nah you don't you don't need to debate it. It's okay. It's okay if you believe LeBron was better than Kobe. It's okay if you believe Kobe was better than Brian. It's fine, but show them respect like. They deserve the respect. Both of them are great players. Both of them all time great. Once you once you start to disrespect one to try to lift up another one, that's that's where the 
the the whole discussion should stop because you shouldn't have to disrespect one to make another one seem like they're better. That's that's the whole that's the whole issue with society as a whole. We we tend to forget that you can show respect to one without trying to discredit what another one has done. Right. 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 They can they can both they can both be labeled great. It's fine. Like it's not there's nothing wrong with saying one is great and the other one is also great. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Man, it, it just it just it still don't seem real. Like it I just I don't got no words for it. It just wow. You can you can tell it don't seem real. And that's a, that's the thing because if if they would have ended up leaving that game for tonight, everybody in Staples Center would have been like, "Okay, where Kobe sitting? We want to we want to get a picture." Like that's that's what it would have been like. Even even the players on the court would have been like, "Where is Kobe so I can go over there and shake his hand?" Like it wouldn't have been. They they wouldn't even been able to play that game would that game would have probably been like sixty to fifty something they that it would have been <laughs> that that's how bad it would have been bro because like especially for the Lakers I don't know about the Clippers but for the Lakers it would have been rough like they they showed that picture of uh Quinn Cook and Quinn Cook grew up um. He grew up around Kobe a lot. Like he would go to all the camps and everything. And he was actually outside of Staples Center when they when they got back on the plane. He didn't even go home. Like all he could do was stand outside of Staples and cry. Cause like it's 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 Kobe, bro. Like everybody, ever I think everybody had the same reaction as um I don't know if y'all saw the video with uh Cassius Winston and and uh. Tom Izzo when he told him because they had a game that day. Michigan State had a game, and after the game, Tom Izzo was talking to him, and he was like, he told him Kobe died, and Cassius was like, Kobe who? Yeah, yeah. And when he when he said Kobe, when he said Kobe Bryant, oh, yeah, he was I like, did. what? Yeah. Nah, man, y'all 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 gotta be y'all gotta be lying to me or something, man. Like not not Kobe. I don't seen seen Kobe. Shoot two free throws after he tore his Achilles. That that's not, nah. Kobe can't die. That that's what it. That's what the the whole situation was. It's like, nah, he can't. It's, it's Kobe. We that, seen him. That's the thing. Do do so much. That's that's why I was like, he he always gonna find a way, but it, it just don't seem real, bro. Like. <laughs> But like another thing, I'm starting to see when when I when not even when not even starting to see that I've been seeing is people want to make up conspiracy theories and shit like that. Like that shit is wild to me. And then people want to say like people on Twitter were saying why Brian ain't say nothing until you know what what he said something what, last night or the day before that one of them days. Nah, last, last night. Last night. Okay, yeah. They was like basically trying to pressure this man to, to post something. I'm like, 
Man, let that man grieve, man. Like, if he ain't, if you don't want to post, he don't got to, but that's because people people don't know the relationship that right. Brian and Kobe had. They they just see it on the outside and they, they believe, oh well, they was always they was always competitors, they was always rivals. Nah, they was brothers, like literal brothers. Kobe basically took Brian under his wing when he got into the NBA. Yeah. It's well, actually, before that, because they even showed when Kobe used to go and talk at the uh, at camps that Brian would go to. So they knew each other way before that. Like LeBron talked about when he wore the uh, the size fourteen USA shoes in the game against Oak Hill and Mello. Like he talked about it. If if you don't know what what that is, go look it up when. Uh, St. Vincent, St. Mary's played Oak Hill the day before uh, Kobe and Brian met in Philly and Kobe ended up giving LeBron them shoes it was a size 14, LeBron was a size 15, but he but he wore them anyway to play in the game with and they played Oak Hill the next day against Carmelo, so go look it up, LeBron had on some it was basically some USA shoes, you can say that he got from Kobe the day before. Like they was they was cool. Of course they're gonna compete on the court. Like that's what we do. We out here to get paid and put on the show. So we're gonna compete on the court. But off the court, these players close, man. Like, yeah. I feel like I feel like, you know, for the longest people try to, you know, put them against each other, you know. Like you said, they was close. But it it was like it was for like for me as a fan, like bro, I'm just happy that I got to see this man. Well we all did, but I'm just happy we all got to see this man like play for twenty years. Like that's that's that he had an incredible career, so That's just how it is, man. When you when you lose somebody that was basically larger than life, almost. That's that's just how people gonna react. Like if your favorite rapper dies today, you gonna have this same reaction. That's mm-hmm. I can I can tell you right now when when Michael Jackson died, people went crazy. I like, I ain't gonna lie, like. Kobe, like, Kobe death hit me the hardest over anybody. Yeah, I mean, when Mike died, like, when Michael Jackson died. Yeah, but you, that's the, that's the thing, though. You didn't grow up Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you, I didn't grow up on Mike, so I'm not going to. We, we, caught, we caught the late Mike. Yeah, like, we I'm caught the late you, Mike. That, that generation before us. Oh, yeah, I know they felt the, it. I know they felt it. in their 30s and 40s, bro, they, they went crazy. <laughs> I know they did, bro. That was wild, bro. Like, that's. That's how that's that's what happens, bro. And it's gonna be the same thing when we lose another one. That's just that's just how life is. Everybody talking about, well, y'all don't grieve for y'all family members like this. You don't know what people do. I, you don't know how everybody, <laughs> everybody don't grieve the same way. Like one thing I do not like though, it's like with celebrities and like with regular people. 
we don't have to post like we regular people. We don't have to post just to you know show people we grieving. I mean, we could just tell our close ones, you know, what's going on and stuff like that. And you know, but like with celebrities, I feel like fans they won't respect it if that celebrity don't post about somebody that died. Like, cause even when Nipsey died, shit, most almost everybody posted something about him. Yeah, yeah, except Blue except Face. for Blueface. So it's like, so I, I, that's how I that's how I'm like looking at it. like regular people. They don't really have to like share a post of if they grieving or not. But with celebrities, like it seems like they got to just to show respect. So you we grieve. Everybody grieve in a different way, bro. That's, that's yeah, what I'm saying. yeah. Everybody grieve in a different way. True. It's not it's not gonna be the same for everybody. I can tell y'all right now, like. When I tell y'all that I did cry when Kobe, when Kobe died on Friday on Sunday, I cried like cause it's it's Kobe. Man. Shit. It's just something different. But like I can tell you right now, I can give this. This is a true story. In two thousand five, in two thousand fifteen, when my grandmother died, I I didn't cry at all up until the time when they lowered her casket into the ground. That's the only time I cried. But Seeing her in the hospital, um, going to talk to her at the funeral, even I did not cry because it's just one of those things. I was, it was like, this is not new to me. I've seen death before, and that's just one of them things. But lowering her, seeing her lowered into the ground made me cry because it's just something different about that. Like, that reality set in to like, mm-hmm. where I know, like, okay, she's not here no more. Like, that's that's basically what it was. For some people, that happens immediately. For some people, it may take a week, might take a month. You don't you don't right. know. It's just different different circumstances. Like with with Kobe, we I didn't believe it at first, so I was like, I ain't gonna say I was in a in a laughing mood, but it was like I don't believe it. So y'all y'all joking? Like that's what it was like. Like yep yep. Once, once everything started to settle in, then you like, damn, this, they, they, they weren't joking. Like that's when it hits you. Like we lost, we lost somebody special. Uh-huh. It, you don't have to, you don't have to know a person for you to grieve with them. You don't. You don't have to know everybody. Like if somebody, if somebody in Gator Nation died right now. I don't know everybody in Gator Nation, but I'm gonna grieve with you because you were a part of something that I'm a part of. Like, that's right. just how it is. Like, if you're a part of something that I'm a part of, I feel like we're family. So I'm gonna grieve for you. That's that's just life, man. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just man, like it's Kobe Bryant, man, like. The name alone, like it's fucking Kobe Bryant, bro. <laughs> like you don't, you don't. Nobody, nobody even needs the last name. Once you say Kobe, the world knows who you're talking about. Exactly. You say you say Kobe. You say Mamba. You say Lakers. Everybody first thought is Kobe. Yeah. Like that's that's just what it was, bro. Like. It's 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 just still it's still surreal. No matter 
no matter what people say, it's gonna always be like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely been crazy. So it's just, but we had we had to go ahead and, and honor honor one of the legends the right way, man. Like like we said, he's not just a basketball legend; he a sports legend. He a, a <laughs> he a world legend. Everything, yeah, yeah. If you if you leave the United States, you go to China, and you talk about that you won't see a Kobe jersey somewhere. <laughs> like it's just that's cold, man. Like. And, um, big shout out to um to the UConn women's team for honoring Gigi last night. Thanks. They had her, uh, they had her number two jersey on the bench. So once again, big shout out to them as well, man. It's just it, it's just crazy, man. What like one thing though, like just talking about his you know professional career, basketball career. One thing that he, I, I will say, like, as far as him playing, like, he never took a possession off. He never took no night off, nothing. Like, he was always doing everything the right way on the court and stuff like that. Like, he always gave everything. He always gave it his all on the court. He was, to me, other than, other than Jordan, he probably well, he is the greatest competitor in, in NBA history. But so that's that's all I can really say about that. It's it's just funny, man. It's just I, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of what player what player in the right now has that that Kobe mentality like I feel like man I've been t- that too bro. I feel like they don't it's it's a few players who I ain't gonna say they have it but it's like they'll do some things you'll be like okay that's some that's a mentality of Kobe like even you know in some of Kyrie's biggest games you, I mean, he he's shown he he has that type of mentality. He he's shown it, but it's like I'm talking about the ones who gonna go out there and give it everything they have every every night. Yeah, that that ain't that ain't you. I don't think that's really. I don't I don't know if you're gonna see that. I think I think the closest one has to be Russ right now. That's that's yeah, yeah. The closest one. He's he's gonna go out there. He don't care if he over over twenty. He gonna he gonna keep trying. He gonna keep going. Um, he gonna talk trash to you. Um, and he just gonna he just gonna have that mentality like I'm not letting you beat me. I'm I'm just not. Um, outside of Russ, it's it's tough, man. Like, 
Bro, he just, man, I just feel like you born with that, bro. Like, you you just born with that DJ, bro. Like, damn. That man had that killer in him. Like, you 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 can't, like, everybody know, everybody know uh, what type of play he was. Like, yeah, he, he was a shoot first guy, but, bro, like, you couldn't blame him. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of one player who could possibly take on that mantle, and I don't, I don't see one right now. It's gonna be a minute. I know it's a few of them who modeled their game after after Kobe. Uh, Devin Booker is one of them. Jason Tatum, one of them. Um, but they don't have that same mentality. Like, ah, uh, they more like laid back. Like they model their game out them, but it's like like but their game is kinda like laid backish to me. Devin Devin Booker is probably the one I could see eventually just being like, Yeah, give me the ball and get out the way. Yeah. That man got that man gotta get out of Phoenix. Or they gotta just get better. Yeah. Either one. <clears throat> One, they got to I, – I, I feel like it's going to be – I, I don't want to say it because, like, I don't, I don't want to jinx it, but I feel like the Lakers have to win it now. Like <laughs> – Yeah, yeah. They got to. I, I, I said before the year that they was going to get there no matter what, but I feel like they absolutely have to win it now. The only thing is, I don't want it to come at the expense of possibly Giannis, who basically him and Kobe was real close. Like, I don't know if y'all saw, he he deleted every social media he had. Like, he don't even have it no more. He deleted his Instagram, Twitter, everything. Like, he he real he real hurt by it because. For so long, he wanted to be Kobe. Um, Man, he trained with Kobe, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's who helped his game. So, I don't know. I just feel like like Lakers-Celtics is is destined to happen now for some reason. I don't know why. This, you know, you know, like, this – just, you know, as a basketball fan, like, yeah, they got to win it now, bro, but they got to, but. Hey, they, if, if, for those that didn't read the post that, that was put up, go read LeBron post. He put up, he put the pressure on himself. He said, I'm going to do everything I can to, to continue your legacy. So he, he taking the pressure upon himself. To get that Lakers franchise to where it need to be, so we we finna see. I I don't know who we gonna. I don't know who we gonna get from LeBron, but man, I, I don't know. It's I I can tell you right now, it's gonna be something special around the Lakers for the rest of the year, though. I can say that. 
Ja. I ain't gonna lie, uh, y'all saw that tweet. Um, it was it was funny. Y'all saw that tweet. Um, Kendrick Perkins. He <laughs> he was like, uh, <laughs> he said he was about to go shoot some jumpers for Kobe. Quick. <laughs> Hey, I'm about to go shoot some jumpers today for you, Kobe. I'm like, really? The <laughs> <laughs> boy said, boy said Kendrick Perkins waited until Kobe died to get his <laughs> arsenal together. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, chill out. <laughs> chill then he, out. then he go, then he gonna tweet like an hour ago talking about, oh my son got in trouble for writing uh Kobe the goat on his locker. Man, if you don't stop lying, bro. bro. <laughs> Man, man out here lying and stuff. Ain't gonna lie for some clout. Hey, but he, but he was real though for that for that tweet he sent out to to KD though. I, I respect. Him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. That's somebody. Uh, that's somebody else who. Uh, I mean, I don't really like paying no attention to it that much. But he's somebody else who ain't really. He ain't. I don't think he said nothing about it. Well, shared a post. It's, I know it's. I know it's tough on a lot of NBA players, especially this generation, because that's who they, that's who they grew up on. It was like we grew up, we the '90s babies, or uh, we the the early 2000s. It was Kobe, Kobe this, Kobe that. You everybody said it. You shoot a paper ball in the trash can. It was Kobe. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's what it was, man. It's, you used to count down. Used to count down in the driveway from uh from ten at the end of the game and put a shot up and it was Kobe for the win or something like that. Facts. That's that's what it was, man. Like I don't know, man. It's just it's tough, bro. Like hell, I don't know, man, but. Rest in peace to Kobe, man. Yeah. Rest man. in peace to to Gigi. Uh, rest in peace to all the other seven people that was on the helicopter with them, because it was nine total. Uh, so rest in peace to all of them. I I just know in that I don't know why, but I just feel like in that in that moment. I just know Kobe was was doing everything he could to try to protect Gigi. Like that's that's just Kobe, man. He he had transitioned from being that that killer on the court to being the 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 caring dad. Like it's all all girls too. That's crazy. He had all girls. So, 
But you can you can tell Gigi wanted to be just like him. So Yeah. Man, it's just we losing legends, bro. Yeah, we 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 losing legends, bro. It's it's very unfortunate. He man. Like you don't even gotta be a basketball player, like any like a professional, like any type of sport. You don't gotta be none of that to have that mama mentality though. That's one thing that's one thing he did say, like But but every everybody gonna remember uh, his last game though, for sure. Everybody gonna remember that. When he put oh, us yeah. everybody yeah. gonna remember that. That was Everybody, and that game that game started out so awful. Like <laughs> it both, did. Both, both teams was just so sloppy. Bro. It did, bro. Like, but Staples Staples Center was so packed. Like every freaking celebrity was in there, bro. Like you had you had Snoop, of course. Snoop always there. Yeah, Snoop was there. Kanye there. Whole. Uh, Jack always in his same spot. Um, I believe Chris Rock was there. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was packed, bro. And the four, I would say damn near the whole fourth quarter when Kobe was on the floor, everybody was standing. Like it was nobody sitting down. It's it's crazy, bro. Like, mm-hmm. And it's it's just fitting that his last stat that he ever recorded was an assist. When we say Kobe don't pass the ball. Mm-hmm. But but one but one thing though, bro, for us to go from like I'm gonna start off like in the eighties for for the game of basketball to go from Magic and Bird. I mean you can go earlier than that, but from Magic and Bird to Jordan, and then from Jordan to like Kobe, and then of course you got other players, but Kobe, and then now like Brian, like that's crazy. And the crazy thing is, I think I think AI said it in his in his post that he had put up. That is arguably the greatest draft class ever. Like, yeah, that that draft class was absolutely loaded. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, man, it's just show show some respect, man. Show some respect to Kobe. Uh, he deserves it. This ain't the time to be bringing up no rape case. The man, the man, not here no more. You could have brought that up while he was alive. Um, I don't want to hear nothing about no rape case no more. Um, and I don't hear nothing about him kissing his daughters on the lips and you saying that's not right. Y'all, y'all pedophiles if y'all think that way. Very. This man, this man <laughs> loved his kids. He loved his family. So. So once again, R.I.P. Mamba, R.I.P. Mamba Cedar. That's, mm-hmm. that's what they call her. <laughs> and, and to the other seven that were on there, I know one of them was a um, 
I think two of them were were players on on Gigi's team. Uh-huh. Um, one of them was an assistant coach, and another one was a baseball coach. Yep, baseball coach. Um, so rest in peace to all of them, man. Like, like they always say, man, give people their flowers while they're still here, because you never know when their time is gonna be up. But it's time for us to transition. I'm I'm just it's tough to transition from Kobe dying to something that'll hopefully cheer up everybody. But um it's real sports talk. We try to expand and talk about everything, man. Um twenty four seven did just release their new ranking of five stars, thirty two five stars in total. Um D Mills watching it. He was keeping um tabs on it. Gervin Dexter is now a five star on twenty four seven at number six. So y'all can stop crying about it now. I got I got so, <laughs> so tired of seeing that shit on my timeline. Why he not a five star? Y'all y'all wrong for this and that. Like, damn bro. We know the nigga good. If they don't rank him a five star, it's okay. Like they've missed on people before. It won't be the first time. But shout out to him for being a five star. Basic shout out to him for being a consensus five star because rivals ESPN and twenty four seven all have him as a five star. So well deserved to him. Um also uh, twenty four seven drop their recruiter rankings. Um, we had a lot of coaches in the within the top one hundred, bro. I respect that. Yeah, the only one that I didn't understand why he wasn't in the top one hundred is Turner. But um, we know we know what Turner done done on the trail this year. He 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 deserved his pay raise. So. But the mother three that was at the bottom, nah, we we gotta get rid of them. Um, yeah, they 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 gotta go. <laughs> I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say their names. We already know who they are. Um, but yeah, they gotta, <sighs> they gotta go. Um, but while we on that, uh, official visits happened this weekend. We did get a commit. Uh, Justin Shorter transferred from Penn State. <clears throat> so we now have another former five-star on the roster at a position of need. He will need to apply for a waiver. Uh, but with all that stuff that's going on at Penn State, he should get the waiver. Um, people people wanted a scouting report. they saying that um, – I ain't gonna give I ain't gonna give my scouting report because y'all not gonna like it. But um <laughs> Oh my god. Nah <laughs> <laughs> Bro see see man I ain't even gonna say it. Hey bro, I'm I'm a realist, bro. I watched I watched Pittsburgh for two years. I ain't gonna lie. Um I'm not a big fan. I've been saying that. But <clears throat> Let me ask you this, but 
I mean, yes, the environment, the environmental change can be good for a player. I agree with that. Yeah, okay. I was just about to ask you something like that. But I'm still not a fan. I got to I got to see it first. First, the first thing I got to see is him show some dedication in the weight room. Um there's no reason you should ever allow yourself to get out of shape when you're on scholarship. That's the first thing. And I can tell you right now, Savage ain't going to put up with it. So you better have that right mindset when you step into the locker room. Facts. Ain't no way a wide receiver on my team should ever get get close to 250 pounds, ever. No, damn. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Hold up. He, he, hey, I want to let y'all know. Sean Clayton just tweeted out big news coming soon. Oh. Hey, man, I got questions about the running back, about that whole situation. <laughs> Here we go. I got, like, I got major questions. Like, and I'm not even, like, I'm not really one of those recruiting type dudes. I like wait until like you know it's signing day to see what we all got. But anyway. Um it is shit. It's signing day next week. Yeah next Wednesday. See I don't really be trying to keep up I don't keep really keep up with recruiting like that. But I mean when y'all say it's guys that we really looking at, that's when I look at them. But my question is bro why the fuck we so late on offering dudes like him? Speaking speaking on him, just just him in 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 general, we late because we were chasing other people. I can I can talk about that. Like I mean I mean he didn't even have an offer. Did did he? No, nah, he didn't. He didn't have that many offers at all. After, after he got hurt, teams backed off. Um, Bro, that junk. That's wild. I was watching. Matter of fact, last year I was watching um QB one, and they quarterback was on the and shit. He had he had most of the damn highlights. I was like, who the fuck is this running back? Yeah, he and then he was the best player on the team. Him and him and Van Pran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, uh, Van Pran, I remember seeing him too. And I'm like, okay, they they named, they said the name of the running back. I'm like, okay, that name sounds familiar. And then I go to Twitter and people talking about him. I'm like, bro, that's the same nigga I was just watching. Yeah. <laughs> like, and we ain't even, we ain't off him until what? Like, this past weekend? Until Sunday, Sunday morning. Hell no! It's it's because we was I can I can speak on that because we was we was chasing other backs. We had other backs high on the board. I can I can understand that. I can respect it. Like we chased we chased Bowman. We missed on that. Um, we gonna miss on that. Yeah, everybody everybody should have expected that. Uh, <laughs> like, but I don't know why we was late on Gibbs. I I I can't I can't tell you why we was late on that one. Um, Shit. Yeah, damn fans from Twitter knew about that nigga before. Well, D Mill, he the one who put me on. 
or Gibbs. <laughs> yeah, I was like, late on, late on oh, Gibbs, God. late on Parrish. Um, shit, we was late on most of the board, so. I just, I just seen Gibbs move away from me, the number four wow. player in the country. Number four. When I, when I, when I first peeped him, I want to say he was like, he was a three star. He was like the number thirty five running back in the country. Uh, he was like in the four hundreds, ranked in the five hundreds. Uh, he, he made one of the most. Most biggest bumps, and then I just I just tweeted this picture of Collins because I pointed out Collins recruiting because he found Gibbs, and then he's also found he found someone named Catavion Franks. He jumped Damn. a thousand spots in the rank, a thousand, a thousand and ten to be exact. Top hundred now, but he jumped a thousand spots. Oh, I see. I, I see you, Connor. He, he he doing his thing up there. He just get he just need more time for sure. Jeff Collins, you know he he got some experience at Florida, so yeah, I'm it's, confident he can turn. He can get some, a few wins. Yeah, it's just it's time just time running that. I we just been late. Like I don't I don't know what it is. Like is is he not? Evaluating throughout the season or, or what? Like, there's no reason you should be that late finding finding talent. Like, there's no reason for that. And then not late on. I don't, I don't, I don't know, but it's just it's crazy to see, and and I can't, I can't just put it on knots, but like, oh man, that. That that goes that goes to the man in charge too. If if they can't if they can't relate to your to your coach, or they feel like, or you feel like he just not evaluating talent the right way, then something got to happen. Uh, I know running backs always put up numbers in your system, always, but. Our our performance our performance on offense should not dictate you not being able to land a running back. Like even though P Ryan didn't put up amazing numbers this year, the numbers were still good. Like he was still used in multiple ways in your system. Right. And you look back at last year, last year's rushing numbers were great. So you can't say that. Oh well, the O line struggling is the reason we're not landing running backs. It's not. There's a lot of teams in the country that struggle run blocking that have running backs committed. So that's that's not that's not what it is. It's something is lacking, and uh, either an upgrade needs to happen or or something because this is not it's not good, and it's not. He's not the only one, but he's the main one right now. So it's like we got to we got to get it together. Yeah, talk shit about English, but I mean, he getting us Trevor, looking like he getting us Trey. Hmm. 
also got Rashad Torrance, so I might save him a little bit. Um, Dorian Gray, he held it down. Zaheer Rogers, he got a bump in the rankings. He, he rose 50 spots. He was like 160. I believe he he's number 115 in the nation. I think he's the number six corner or number seven, seven corner, one of them. Uh, I think I think uh, uh Rogers is top one hundred now. Yeah, I think he I think he top one hundred. He might be like eighty eight or something like that from what I saw. Number, damn, he right outside the top 100. He number one, 117. Okay, so yeah, he he's somewhat close to that though. But he he played he played well. And they they he know he's gonna he gonna be a good one, bro. Like I'm, that's one I'm not worried. About. He that's that's one that's one kid in this class that I'm not really worried about. And he he arguably is with. Um, I would say top three coach on our roster. He he getting coaching specifically from from Torian Gray, so I'm not worried about it. Oh yeah, right. and then people people I don't think people realize how good of an athlete he is, but they gonna see. So it's just it's just certain certain positions, man. We we lacking that right now, and this is keeping us from getting where we want to be. Um, we know what those positions are. Um, we got to get them fixed, and that starts with recruiting, really. Um, Brazier, rose a hundred spots. He deserved. He deserved that. He he showed out everywhere he, over the season and in the uh, All Star game. He showed out, so he deserved that. Absolutely. Um, Johnny Brown, he went up a little bit. He's a full star. He, he he's a name that's not talked about as much. But he's a very athletic tight end. I seen him. Believe it. I said tight end. My apologies. He's a very tackle. Believe it or not, I seen him line up at wide receiver and beat corners one on one. I seen him. Line up at, yeah, he he listed. Um, I think he's listed at D tackle, but he's. On the smaller side, he's like yeah. six two, like two fifty or something like that. So I wouldn't even yeah. be surprised if he ended up playing some some DN. That's just that's just how good of an athlete he is. Absolutely, I seen him at DN too. I seen him at D tackle, DN, wide receiver, running back. He jumped inside the top one seventy five. He had one seventy three now. Yeah, our our D line recruiting is. Was just crazy this year. I don't. Jalen Lee, another four star. Turner just Turner went crazy this year. I, I give him that. He went crazy, and if if we would have been able to pull off that last flip, oh man, Tim Smith was now five star. That would have been just that would have been the greatest hall of position ever. Yeah, that would have been the best D line class. Who knows how long. But I still give him props, man. Zach Johnson, the full star. 
well iron. Um, I think our class, our class is our class is real good, man. Potential to be it great. It is. It's just we just missing on on a few key spots. Uh, one of those can be fixed if we get a commitment from from that safety. Uh, oh yeah, Trey Williams. I don't. I I'm still. The jury gonna be out on on receiver for me until we see them step on the field. But uh, we got some good prospects, like you said, Frazier. I like him. The only um, Hendo. The only really like Lil Hendo. Man. Ethan Pouncey. My my mistake. My mistake. I just wanted to get this out before we change subject at corner. The only reason Ethan Pouncey fell. He was a top ten corner. He went from number eight, number thirteen. The only reason he fell is because he missed his senior year, half of it. But he got he got hurt, right? Yeah, he had got hurt, so he he missed his senior year. So you know how that goes. Yeah, that's basically the same thing that happened to uh, Abraham. Yeah. So I'm not really worried about it. Um, but he's still he's still top two hundred. He's fell fifty spots, but he's still top two hundred. So that says a lot. And he's healthy. Get a year under the book. Get, get savage. I'm excited about the corner position, man. I feel like no one's really as woke. I feel like no one's really as woke. But when it's time in two years, when these guys are ready physically and mentally, we're gonna look and be like, damn, we deep. You still got Elam in two years. He'll be a junior. You got. Um, Jaden Hill, who'll be a junior. You got Kimbo, who'll be a junior. We're going to be deep at every position on defense for the next couple of years. You got Avery Ham, who's track speed, who's going to be physically ready in two years. Then you've got Jahiri Rogers, who's going to be on – who's already on – then you got um Pouncey. That's death. That's death we've been missing the last four years. That's, you know what I'm saying? Then at, at safety, it's looking it's looking like we are starting to we finished with Tate and the standards starting to get back right at safety in that back end. So we gotta finish with Tate. I like our chance. You know how they signing this shit, bro. Uh, I'm I'm confident to say the future is looking like a national championship defense, defensively for sure. Definitely, but that's that's, that's, that's the standard, bro. There's thirty two. There's thirty two five stars. Derek Wingo, he's number thirty six, so he just missed the five star. You know what I'm saying? I, that's that's what that's what we that's what we expect from from the University of Florida though. We, we expect championship defense every every single year. Can our offense catch up to the defense? That's the question. Best on paper. Just wait until these names get filled in the depth chart, and now we get to scramble and play with what you know, like damn. Okay, because <laughs> I, I pulled up, I don't know if y'all saw it, but it was a projection of the defense. And um, they did a defensive projection, and they did 
the buck position. Just listen to the buck ring projection. You got Britton Cox. You got Jeremiah Moon. You got Mahmoud Diabati. You got Lloyd Summerall. You got Antoine Powell, who's the 2020 commit, but he's already on campus. Then you got David Reese. The strong side defensive end. You got Zachary Carter. You got Chris Bogle. You got Andrew Chatfield. Then for for nose tackle, you got Kyrie, an experienced Kyrie Campbell. You got a red. You got Elijah Conliffe. And you can't forget Gervin and Johnny Brown going to come. The three technique, you got Slayton. You got Lamar Goods, who's also a 2020 commit, who's on, who's already on campus. People, people got to realize when guys are on campus that early, that's huge. That's huge. As you can see, Diabate was on campus last year early. He finished with four and a half sacks as a true freshman. So, proof is in the pudding, man. You work, you work your ass off. As soon as you get on campus early, you're going to play, dog. Um, then on the back end projection, I saw what a back end projection. I saw Marco Wilson, Ethan Pouncey, who's also already on campus, lifting weights, learning. Um, in the boundary, you got Elon Hill, and Rogers, who's also on campus. Like I said, in two years, imagine how that's going to be. I see what I saw that caught my eye was where's that? I saw I think they said Trey Dean at mm. strong space. Mm. It's better than seeing him at corner. I know that I know that I know that's right. It's better than seeing him at corner, yeah. so throw him out there at safety, but hey, I, li- I live with him getting reps at safety over corner and 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 um star snake or whatever you want to call it. The only reason I say I live with it is because he what ten yards off the ball, so even though it's we don't seen us scare before scare before, I don't know. It's just better than him be working corner, in my opinion. That's all I got. What y'all think about those projections? If y'all need to hear them again, you can let me know. The one, the one I uh paid close attention to when you said obviously the trade Dean, because I just, I mean, I I'm. I'm hoping he figures it out. I ain't, that's all I'm gonna say. What about on the back end? You said what? I said what about on the back end? What y'all think about the projection in the back end? With uh, you talking about well, what we got returning and like. The corner. Oh, the corner for this. Oh, 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 what you were saying? I mean, shit, like you said, bro, like, 
that's like for the next few years, I feel like, you know, but for as far as the back end shit, overall period, it's gonna be it's gonna be like national championship level. Well it should be. I mean, assuming we get we get uh Vontae, which I hope we do. I think at all levels in that defense, we 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 amp it up because like I said, two years and next year, you get you get to play around with Wingo, uh, mm, oh, Hawk, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, just think about just those two names compared to what uh-huh. we used to have. Both of them can cover. Both of them can cover field. You know what I'm saying? Both of them willing, are willing tacklers. You feel me? It's, it's definitely upgrading. Talent gaps between the other the teams we lose to. Talent gap is definitely getting I just my 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 whole thing is I I love the talent that we bringing in. I just I just have three questions. First question is, who's gonna rush the passer? We know we got talent at the end spots. Um, the the talent is unquestioned. We see it with the recruitments picking up. Um, but you talking about replacing um, Jonathan Grenard and Zanika? Who were really dominant when they were healthy? Um, you got some young guys that played, so you're gonna have to have ones that step up and that's ready to go. I'm, that's one of the least places wow. that I'm worried about because of um, the, I'll say the the production that we saw behind them, like the Abate stepping in right. playing well, um, Bogle, Bogle stepping in and getting some playing time. Um, we saw Brenton Cox two years ago um, step in and get a little bit of playing time at Georgia. So the talent is there. We just need to see the production, and I'm I'm confident in those. Um, question number two is: Is Wingo ready to take over as a Mike linebacker? Uh, because we still David David Reese was yeah, right. a, a key cog in the middle of our defense, even though he struggled in coverage. He was a, a level of stability for us. Um, Ventrell Miller, I, I like his game. I want to see him take it to the next level. But after him, we really don't have anybody else. Um, I don't trust forty-one, and I don't. I don't trust thirty-four. I've been, um, I think Wingo Wingo has to I've step been, up and, and be ready to go from day one. Absolutely. Another name I've been hearing at that position is he was a freshman last year. They say I'm not gonna say that comparison, but they say he's he's been he, he's really he turning eyes, and uh, they didn't you know what I said they don't want to rush him, throw somebody out there just because they look good. They don't want to rush him. So his name is on what's his name? Josiah Pierre. Pierre. It's, it's, I, just, I, I heard he been looking. He been. So I, so I just got I, – I like what we have at, at the weak side linebacker. Um, Bernie Hopper, um, DeWan Black when he gets here next year, that's all 
that's all will that's all uh, will linebacker types, the ones that can go sideline to sideline, yeah. uh play coverage. They can all do that. Who are the skills they, they can play. all they can all do that type of thing. Do that in the one and Hopper played safety. Also, Hopper played corner too. The Hopper man. But I need, but I need somebody to, to take over in the middle of that defense and be. Oh yeah, that's that, what we missing. That so guy. Um, so hopefully yeah, Wingo sure. can take over that. And question number three for the defense, of course, are we gonna get the safety position fixed? Like Florida, Florida is known. Everybody, Ooh, man. they know what the cornerbacks gonna do. Uh, but safety used to be an area of strength for us. Like, you can't go from from um, Reggie Nelson, uh, Marcus May, Elam, uh, Keanu Neal to what we have now. It's, it's no, it's no, nah, no, no, nah, no joke. It's, that's just, that's just throwing names out, bro. Like Major Right and Amad Black was bro, was bro, back then, bro. bro. That that's yeah. a fact. It's like that's a fact. We we need some niggas who gonna come up and hit, bro, for real. Not not just not just hit, bro. Like they they were elite in coverage too. Like they were yeah, taking away yeah. everything. Yeah. My Black was a first team All American. Like Reggie Nelson, first team All American. Um, first round pick too. So. Elam dominant, putting putting people to sleep out there. Keanu Neal killing people. Marcel Harris is starting for the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Like, oh, yeah. we need that back, bro. We don't have that right now. Like, that's that's what my third question is. Are those young guys gonna come in and reestablish the safety position to help our cornerbacks so they don't have to be those, those guys that we say, oh, you gotta lock him up. No, we, you know you got help on the right. back end. We used to play single high coverage with Reggie right. Nelson all the time because we knew he could get to any part of the field when he wanted to. Like we we need right. that back. We we don't have that. That's that's what I want to see us return to. And with the re, with the way we recruit that safety now, I can see it happening. But it's that's just all projections. I want to actually see the production on the field. And I don't, I don't like, I don't like the whole play favorites things or let these players choose when they want to rotate in or rotate out. Give me the best guys on the field, and and we're gonna go with that. If you get hurt, then you can come out. But if you're not hurt, if you the, if you one of the best ones we have, you gonna play. I, I, that all that playing favorites and letting them choose when they're gonna rotate in and rotate out stuff. We need to end that. That's that's, that's not what that's not what championship teams do. It's not. I feel, I feel like, I feel like, don't until we can get safety that to, to, can show us, they can sit, can consistently stay out there. Then that's not gonna change. So I don't feel like it's a habit at the safety position to rotate with this staff. It is. I honestly feel like, from what I've seen, there's no consistent safeties that can keep that can stay out there. We got one safety that show up one game, the next one he don't. We got another safety that do the same. Right. So, until, but like you said, what we got coming in with with time and developing and coaching, I feel like projection wise, that's gonna change up because we we had Tay with Rashad and Mordecai. 
You know what I'm saying? I feel like two out of three of those is going to push to stay out there. But it's a, it's a, it's a good thing, though, that, that the questions that I have can all be answered on defense. Like, pass rusher can be answered with, with guys stepping up that, that are already on campus. Um, linebacker, we have guys that are already on campus. We we like Wingo, but we have some on campus that could make it happen. Um, safety is the biggest question yeah. for us on defense. And if that's if yeah. that's your and if then, that's then, your biggest question on your defense, then that's not really a big worry because you know you should know that you have some of the top coaches in the country as well as some of the top players coming. So. If that's your biggest question with the level of cornerback play that we have, then I, I'm not really worried about my defense. All my my big concerns are on the other side of the ball. Right. The positive to add behind what you just said, safety and the linebacker position that we already have on campus, going in the next year, they all going to be experienced. It's the safeties last year. The linebacker, Lynn Trail is gonna be a what? Senior. I think he a red. I think he gonna be a what? Red shirt. Uh, this this would be like junior. This would be his fourth year on campus. Yeah, red shirt. Yeah, 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 those young guys, you try them out there if you feel like they're ready because our schedule. Yeah, that's true. And for, for a lot of these guys, like we said, this is year number three in the system. We shouldn't be having mental breakdowns. You've been with Grantham for three years. This is It's time for you to show right. that what you've learned, what he's taught you, you should you should have no problems picking it up. You should be able to play fast and not and limit your mistakes now. It's, it's, it's no reason. It's year, year three in the system. So it's not like he's putting in all new systems or teaching you new stuff. It's not. The young guy's going to have a learning curve, but not, not our experienced players. You you know the system. Go out there and play ball. And I'm I'm not worried. I, I think we will have another top 20 defense, possibly top 10, depending on health. So I, I'm not really worried about it. It's just – Every cons- every big concern is on the other side of the ball. So you you know who your guys are when you when you you evaluating young guys by mid season. You know yeah, who's you ready do. and who's not. You know, if we see guys making plays and flashing, that's young, all the way up to mid season, and those upperclassmen still bullshit with the weak schedule next year. You throw those guys out there. In my opinion, if they're ready, I'm saying, if you guys like Tay, maybe Mordecai, they ready mid season, not early in the year, but mid season, week six, week seven. By the time we play LSU or something like that, they throw them out there. That's that's just my opinion because going into 2021, we play Bama, we play LSU, we play Georgia. You know what I'm saying? All in the same year. You you want those guys with experience snaps by the time that year come. You feel me? And that, that's, that's that's my opinion. So once again, um, talking about the the team and really recruiting, we got one more weekend to go. I don't I don't even know what the uh, visit list looking like. I, 
The only one that I do know is take is still taking a visit is Van Pran. Um hopefully we can pull that off. I am oh, and we finished Clayton and Van Pran. Oh man, man. Clayton, we finished with Clayton. I, I don't think Gibbs coming. We finished with Clayton, Van Pran, Beckwith, and Tate. Man, that, um, I will. I will say this for for everybody that think that Van Pran is just a done deal to Georgia. Um, he's he's not. Uh, I'm gonna say that. Even even the people in in his hometown believe that the potential for a flip is is very high. So if we blow that visit out the water and we let them know, look, we honestly, if we look at next year. We got one. We got one center on the roster. One, and he didn't even play football at all last year. He didn't. He didn't play any snaps. So we got one center next year. You come in and you can compete for that spot immediately. He he is that good to where he can be a day one starter. Um, if we blow that visit away, don't be surprised. That's that's all I'm gonna say on that. But um, outside of that, I'm trying to think if we have anybody else visiting. I don't think I don't think it's anybody else bigger than that name. Um, I think he had an in-home visit last night. Him and I think him and Clayton had in-homes last night. I wouldn't be surprised if they yeah, did them together. Um, that's how close they are. But uh, yeah. I'm. If y'all think that race is over, it's not. We we still in that. And if we do what we supposed to do, we can pull that off. And I I will. I would not be surprised if he start next year if we do pull it off. That's all I'm gonna say. Um. Yeah. But. I definitely, I definitely do. I definitely do want back with. Guys like, guys like Van Pran by mid-season, like you said, like, like I said, we gonna know by mid-season by seeing snaps throughout this. We gonna know if they ready. It don't take a lot to see if a guy ready. Yeah. If he got him, guys like Tay, if they ready, man, you throw them out to them. With the season we got, with the schedule we got next year. I, we got a brutal schedule, then I understand. But schedule we got next year, man, let's be realistic. It's two game circle and one game that matters. The rest, we shouldn't have to. The rest, we shouldn't be in position with the talent we got. We shouldn't be in position to where if one of the old guys fuck up, it loses us the game. You know what I'm saying? Right. If one, if one of the youngins fuck up, it should, we shouldn't be in the position to but I'm I'm feel I'm feeling good about next week, man. Like we said, Wednesday is national signing day. Um it could be a big day for us, man. I'm I I've been saying it, I still want Beckwith in the class. Uh, um I've been I've been wanting the shot, it's just all been about how the running back board is gonna fall out. But um like like D Mill said, if we can close out with those four names, Clayton, Van Pran, Beckwith, and Tay, then I I have no no worries about my class at all. Um 
that's one of the best classes we've had since. <laughs> it's been a while. That's all. I'm <laughs> Oh, for real. Hey, but ain't uh, ain't uh, Dexter Gervin Gervin Dexter? How you say his name? Ain't he like the highest rated player we done had in a long time? He's the highest rated since I want to say Martez Ivy. Yeah, he's the he's the highest since Ivy. Ivy Ivy is the third highest rated recruit we had in Florida history. <laughs> He's he's behind um, Ronald Powell and Brock Berlin. Those are the two. Those are the two highest that we had in Florida history. Uh, one, then one, Martez one. is third. Wasn't and, uh, uh, Vern? Yeah, Vern yeah. is right after Martez. Yeah, I was just about to ask about Vern. Yeah, Mar- Martez. The, he was the number two player in the country. Vern was third. Okay. But uh Brock and Brock and Ronald Powell was number one overall. I tend to uh forget them names, but I'm gonna chill. I don't forget Brock because you transferred and beat our ass, so I I ain't gonna forget that. That's um, why I forget because he transferred. And I'm not gonna forget Ronald Powell. <laughs> he was he was decent when he was healthy. Facts. He, he was, was he was hurt all the time. That's true. People say he was a buzz, but when I when I see him healthy, I saw some quality. Yeah, when when he was when he was healthy, he was he was good, but he was just hurt too often. So, just imagine that D line next year with Irving getting out. Oh my god, damn! Irving and Cox and Diabate and oh Zach Carter. Oh, just imagine we could we could see a defensive line with. We could throw out like like against against a team like Georgia that that would like to run the ball or anybody else who likes to run the ball. Just think about two thousand two thousand twenty one against against. Well, let's go next year, two thousand twenty against Georgia. We could go with. Um, you could have Kyrie Campbell and Slayton at your D tackles, and you could throw Gerv out there at D N, and we wouldn't have a drop off at all. Gerv is athletic enough to play D N. <laughs> you you look at him and you be like, damn! Don't don't he remind me of Carlos Dunlap? Man, like so much, bro. So much, bro. Even that great man. I'm gonna put it on the record. That's great. We 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 great. If we get Tay Williams, I think he's the next safety that's gonna be mentioned with those Keanu's and who all we could mention. That the safety we don't have in the past. Man, we just. I think Trevor Johnson can make his name known at the University of Florida. I really do. The the talent the talent gap is closing, and that's that's all we that's that's what we've been waiting for. So we we doing a, we're doing a much better job of of closing that gap. But uh, compared this compared to what we saw, this compared to how. Just think about what we watched the last two seasons, seeing how far, how close we were. Like, like D. Mill was saying, yeah, we was, we've been, we've been close, we've been close, bro. The bad talent that we've had, just imagine how close. And now next year is probably the easiest schedule we had all the year, the last two years, and we was close. Yeah, we just missing, bro. We missing no more than five solutions. 
for next year. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. How much would you? How much would you say and name them from what we missing to get into the playoffs? <laughs> Chill out, chill out, Corey, man. No, chill it's out, no, 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 no. It's funny because I was dead ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny because I saw a tweet when he said that. I was scrolling down and um, I had saw a tweet. Uh, it was from somebody. I think what's his name? Mike Pharrell, something like that. I'm not. Um, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. Yeah, we 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 saw we saw the question he asked. Uh, He he saw the question he asked. He was he was was right. He he, but the thing is the thing is everybody been saying that he is, but Mike Pharrell was right. He's not. He's not that. See see my thing. Yeah, you go ahead. You go ahead. PFF don't see it. Uh, um, who I forgot who who did I think it was college something Saturday when they ranked the top quarterbacks. In the he was like, it's not us just who just don't see it. Like it's a lot of other folks. Yeah, like he didn't he didn't he didn't down talk him or anything. He just said he's not elite, and that's that's the truth. He's not an elite quarterback. He's Man. A, he's, a, he's a good quarter. He's good enough to get us to the playoffs. With the schedule next year, he's good enough to do that. But he's not elite. Like he's not. Let's let's relax. He didn't say he was he was terrible. Nobody said he's terrible. Nah, nah, he's not terrible. He's just nah. not elite. When you say elite, like you you don't everybody can't be elite, bro. Like it's okay. It's it's okay to not be elite. You can <laughs> You can be good. Like, what's wrong with just being good? I mean, I understand you want to be better than good, but but it, you are what you are. Demil Demil asked the question: What are we missing for next year? He's he's not gonna be the problem. He's not. I, yeah, I agree. He's not gonna be the problem. What what we're missing for next year is gonna be ex, what number one is experience because we we're gonna be young in a lot of spots. Um. Receiver is gonna definitely be one of them. I'm I'm worried about that. Um, number two is O line play. That's that's the key, really. Um, if we can get decent O line play, then everything else might fall into place. And the the third the third thing is is health. We right. we just we gotta stay healthy, bro. We cannot. There's there's a few players that we just can't afford to lose. Um, if we're gonna if we're gonna be honest, Grimes is one of them. We cannot lose Grimes at all. Um, the the depth is there at receiver, but he's by far the most proven that we have. We 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 can't lose him. Um, Pierce Pierce is another one. Unless we see unless we see somebody step up at the running back position. Um, then losing Pierce would be tough on us as well. Um, and if we're gonna go one more, um, I would I would say Elam. We cannot lose Elam at all. He, oh no, we can't. He he is that. Hell guy. no, cannot lose him. 
He is he is just that good. So we got we got to stay healthy. Healthy is always a key for every championship team. You look at L- LSU was healthy all year. Um, they had some some nicks and bruises, but mostly they were healthy. The key positions were healthy. Quarterback was healthy. Your cornerback position was healthy. Your O line stayed healthy. It's that simple, bro. Like it doesn't take it doesn't take much. It really doesn't. We we've seen teams win. Uh, championships with elite quarterbacks. We've seen teams get to the playoffs with, without elite quarterbacks. You you can get there without it, but everything around it has to be basically perfect, perfectly played. That's, that's just how it is, and we have we have the talent to do it. We have the schedule to do it. It just has to be done on the field. We we said the same thing last year. We said it. We had to. We had the schedule to do it. There were three games on the schedule that worried us. We won the first one. All we had to do was win one of the one of the last two, and we were where we wanted to be. Man, are we so close, bro? It's crazy, dog. Like, then next, I mean, just to think how next year's schedule is to eat has, will be the easiest of. Oh, Eric, since Mullen been here, it's just like, damn, bro. It's not, it's not crazy to say Florida could be a playoff contender next year. With, you know what I'm saying? Just looking at the SEC East, one game circle that matters, and then just the whole schedule in general. Outside of the Georgia game, you got the LSU game, who they come into the swamp. They probably will beat Texas week two, week three. So I see them coming into the swamp undefeated. But with them losing so much, like I said, like, shit, I can see 11 1. You know what I'm saying? Beating them. And if we was to lose one, it would be the Georgia or vice versa, losing the LSU, but beating Georgia. You never know. I'd rather, I'd rather, much crazy as it sounds, I'd rather deal with that. You feel me? If we stay healthy, buttons click, everything go right. Who knows, bro? How easy that schedule is, who knows, bro? It's not a reach to say anything better than 10 and 2, in my opinion. It's going to be real interesting. So. What schedule? What game, y'all? y'all yeah, I can hear you. What's a game next year? I wouldn't say a trap game, but a game you like. Oh, well, I know we can't sleep there. Hmm. I would say at Ole Miss. That's that's one game because it's at Ole Miss. Oh, I'm gonna say if anybody in the SEC East. I'd probably say – I know Tennessee got a good O-line next year. I don't know outside of that. So I'm probably say just all around better coach and experience. Probably on Kentucky, but they coming to the swamp. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They got, uh, they got Terry Wilson back too, don't they? Oh, yeah. He got to see us. Yeah. He, he going to be back. Mm-hmm. 
Oh. I think Tennessee got a better chance at home, or he got a better chance at home. Hmm. No Garantino coming that back. Man, that man sucked. That man <laughs> so garbage. So, so outside of Ole Miss, I probably say. Yeah, I'll probably just say Kentucky. I mean, they beat us in the swamp before, so. I'm not really worried about Missouri. And again, I know y'all fans going off. They got us, they favorite, but let's be real, though. They about to be over with. Mm-hmm. Um, who else in the East? Y'all Missouri, Kentucky, Tennessee, Georgia. I'm not worried about no Vandy. Like realistically, bro, like change the worst we gonna go. It should be for real. We stay healthy, you know. Like, man, money gotta make some decisions this offseason. I can't wait to see it. The worst should be ten and two, but we should see. I can't wait to see, man. Shit, Mike is still on here? Yeah, I'm still. I'm just oh, listening. Oh, you just oh. But yeah, 10 and 2, man. That should be at worst. Because that schedule, bro, that schedule is terrible. Weak. So, but, I mean, you never know what can happen. I got any, I got any players y'all can see winning, winning any awards that you're on the roster in certain positions? Well, I think the obvious, the obvious answer, Kyle Pitts. That's the obvious answer. Better win next year, dog. Real quick. He never, he never gonna win it because they don't give it to tight ends who don't line up in the traditional tight end spot. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of agree. Too. That's yeah. that's the reason he didn't win it this year. I kind of agree. Yeah, hopefully, um, goddamn, is it? Hopefully, I, I can't wait. Like you said, if we get back with man, tight end position is. is Ew, man. We got picks next year. We got ready to break out next year. And then we got Beckles, who's going to be a, a, a – he's going to be used like six. You can line him up wide with the big body. He's six five as well. And you know what I'm saying? He can move inside, too. He's quick enough. And Azar wants to move inside as well. Mullen, Mullen, you think about like I said, it's not going to hit us until we see it all on the roster or see it all on TV. But you got Frazier, you got Henderson, you got, you got Beckwith, you got Pitts, you got Weston. That's all six three and above, you feel me? Did I say Hendo? Mm-hmm. They got that Hendo. They got that. You know, we know what Mother likes. He likes tall trees, man, that can move. Yeah, yeah. Next year or two, we're going to be looking like, I don't want to say it, but we're going to be looking like Clemson. Wild, that size wise, that wide receiver. Hmm. We're going to have a lot of trees. So, future wise, Anthony Richardson going to be spoiled a little bit. Then you got Justin Shorter. Did I say him? No, you ain't say Shorter. I don't think so. Yeah, Shorter, you know, it's just size, man. Size stages. So. I don't know if Manuel is going to be in this class, but if he's that, yeah, Manuel. You feel me? Uh, I feel like, I feel like, 
I don't know. I don't know his situation, but I feel like he's gonna end up at Ole Miss for some reason. I don't know what it is. But still, we uh. It's a nice class, bro. That's all I can say. Speaking of that, before we before we close it out, let's <laughs> let's jump real quick. Sticking with football, um, I think we just lost one of our members. <laughs> I said we was going to jump real quick. Uh, Sticking with football, though. um, Going to leave recruiting. Let's go to – I don't know if y'all watched any of the uh, senior bowls that happened. Did you watch the uh, senior bowl? Yeah, I saw highlights. I didn't watch the whole Senior Bowl. Did you watch it? You watched then, the Senior that, Bowl. You said what? Okay. I can hear you now. You can hear me. Yeah, you good? Can you hear me? Can you hear me clear? All right, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't watch the whole Senior Bowl. Hello? Yeah, you could. Like, it keeps saying it's about to disconnect anyway. But, yeah, like I was saying, I'm going to say it again. I saw the um, – I saw highlights. I didn't watch the game. You know, they got Van. They got Van um, Ross. They got Van Rising, so that's good to see. I think I think everybody well, I know all the ones that participated in the senior bowl, all the gators are rising. Um outside of Geneva, which I'm not really worried about him. His whole thing was he wanted to show that he was um position versatile. Like he wanted to go from defensive end to three tech. So he I think he showed that. Um uh, John Grenard, he's still rising. Um, second round is is the talk now. Um, real talk about early second round. Um, we all knew Van wasn't gonna be able to be stopped at the Senior Bowl. One on one route guard, him, him, that's what he is. Um, Tyree is a riser. The only reason the only reason they say that though is because. He didn't put up big numbers the last two years. So they were wondering what he was going to look like out there. But we all knew what Tyree was capable of. Like, we knew he Uh could be a complete receiver. Um, He showed he could play special teams. He showed he could return um, kicks, which we – I still don't understand why we didn't let him do it more. Um, But he showed that he can play, bro. That's, That's all he really wanted to do. So, like I said, 
I, I, bet, I said before the year we could have four receivers drafted, possibly five if Grimes would have left. But I think all our receivers going to get a chance to get drafted. Um, Zaniga and Grenard both going to get drafted. Um, so, this, yeah, I'm excited for all of them, man. We we I, know what P. Ryan going to do. Man, we gonna miss them guys, man. All the receivers. We definitely, definitely gonna miss them. We we've been saying that we was gonna miss them now that they gone. Cause... Man, just watching Van route running, bro. Like that's that's a thing of beauty. Like everybody everybody admired Jerry Judy footwork and his route running skills and that's cool yeah he he's a great route runner ain't gonna take nothing away from him but bro van other than yeah, Judy, he's he been doing this since he was at some Ole of the Miss. best route running Ole skills too in the draft didn't watch Ole Miss at all like this was this is normal for him this is nothing mm-hmm. new. he's been doing this he just had high profile guys around him now he was he came to Florida he was the number one guy so he finally got his chance to shine. Right. That's why his numbers improved a little bit. But if we threw the ball like Ole Miss did, he would have put up way more numbers. But he don't need it. He's he's that good. So um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him somewhere in the third round, somewhere like that. He's The only thing that's going to hold him back is he's going to be an older rookie. He's going to be 24. So – that's the only thing. Outside of that, man, he he's a complete wide receiver. It's nothing. That, it's nothing that he can't do on the field. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. He he's definitely a complete receiver. Um. He's definitely a complete receiver. Nah, Hammond and Swain were in the um the East. Did they say anything about Hammond? I didn't, I didn't see any notes about it. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna go look it up when I get a chance to, just to see how they perform. I know in the game, um, the biggest player in the game from from Florida was um, P Ryan. He put up the the best number of stats. Um, I know Tyree didn't get any catches. Um, think Van might have had one or two in the game, but practices they they all showed out. So big ups to them, which we already knew what they were gonna do when they got down there. Um I just can't wait to see them get drafted, bro. Like I, right. It's one thing to watch them all for four years and then it's another thing to just be like we underused them in four years. In Van's case, two years. So, um, I'm just happy for all of them, man. They they mm-hmm. represented the Gators well. Right. Uh, I know they're going to do well in the NFL, but Tyree always been my guy, even since recruiting. Um, he was my guy. So, that's the one I'm really excited about. Uh, can't wait to see him on the next level. 
So. Yeah. Shit. I was afraid of Swain guy. I want to see what Swain doing the league. I, I think I think all of them gonna do well if they land in the right spot. So, but Van Van definitely getting all the talk right, right now. But all four all four of them could ball when given the opportunity. Um, we know what Zaniga can do in healthy. Uh, Grenard was dominant for us this year. Um. And P Ryan, P Ryan is P Ryan, bro. Like, dude, dude, dude took a bus to come camp and and show out so he could get an offer. Bro. Yeah, that's just yeah. how good he is. Like, this isn't. It's I don't even know what to say about him. Like, nobody. I don't think nobody expected him to be as great as he was, but him. Gonna miss him too. Like, he was. We we all jumped on the the Malik Davis train after his freshman year, and we we forgot about P Ryan, and he turned out to be the best running back we had in a while, really. <laughs> so, yeah, so like I said, that's, man, a, that's a fact. That is a fact. Um, that is definitely a like fact. We talking about the draft. It's been. A lot of noise going back and forth about players falling and players rising. Um, some players retiring and teams having to change up their draft boards. Um, exciting time for the NFL, though. I can tell you that, man. Super Bowl coming up. I'm. I can't. I can't wait. Um, that Forty ers defense versus that mm-hmm. Chiefs offense. That's, that's gonna be something. I tell you this. Bro, that's gonna be that, something special. That, that Chiefs so line better be ready because great that, offense that, versus great defense. Forty nine is D line is just. Whew, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I tell you what, if, if Mahomes get time versus oh, yeah, that forty nine yeah, yeah, secondary. Yeah. <laughs> but I think uh, last week you picked the Chiefs it's over. to win. Uh, it's over. It's it's over. I like Mahomes, but I picked the 49ers because of the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, man, it's just <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be exciting. Right. It's, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a crazy game. Yeah, it's gonna be. I, I want to see how Jimmy that's, G gonna that's perform because you know Mahomes getting a lot of talk. Man. In two games this postseason, Deserving he's so. only thrown twenty seven passes. Yeah, if if you can run the ball For like two hundred, like been running four yards or something like there's that, there's no reason to throw it. Like that's that's what the thing is. Everybody's saying, well, we don't know how good Jimmy is. You don't need to run throw the game it. so good. He's good because of the running game. If you ain't got to throw the ball, don't throw it. You don't need to throw the ball 40 times to win games in the NFL. Just because everybody got good quarterbacks don't mean you have to throw it every play. So, 
you play great defense and you run the football, you control the game. That is true. That's and it's always been the formula. It's That's that pretty formula much the formula changed. in the playoffs. Be honest. That's that's how the Titans made that run. Even, you know, years, you can go back years ago, the Jets, they made that run. Good good defense, run the ball. Hell, last, last you know, even last control, year, control, the Rams uh, made it to the Super Bowl. They clock. had Ty Gurley and a great defense. You know, you t- the Patriots, Patriots made it to the Super Bowl. They didn't really have a dominant running game, but, I mean, they had Gronk. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> they had... Had Gronk and they had Brady, and you had a dominant defense. That's mm, it's mm, always mm, the mm. formula. The Chiefs' defense isn't dominant, but they have a historically great offense and the most talented quarterback to ever play the game. So it's kind of different, but it's it's still the Chiefs. Their defense is still right. good. It's not historically great like the Forty ers are. But it's still good enough to get you where you need to go. So we we finna see, man. It's just it's gonna be exciting. I I can't wait. I've been waiting yeah. for this game for a while. I didn't think the Forty ers would get here. I thought the Chiefs would, but I didn't think the Forty ers would. But they they destroyed my guy again. Oh. Uh, I really wanted to see that quarterback battle, but we we're not gonna get it. Mm-hmm. Man, that was, shit just looked was, like it was just. It was too easy, dog. That, yes, and they two, played two different teams. Happened the same way. Out met, they were just out met. Bro. They just were completely dominated. Sad, sad way to go out for my guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. I feel like, man, with 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 the whole, you know, Packers and stuff, A Rod getting up there, it's just like I don't know if he ever gonna get back to the Super Bowl. Like I like I want him to. I don't know if you really would either. Don't That's, know. It's turning into another breeze situation, which which is sad. And yeah, yeah. And as talented as a ride, you know, is or even was in his prime. Like even in his prime, man. Like he deserved way more than just one ring. Like one, I think one year. The Packers went like fifteen mm-hmm. and like one or something like that, and they got beat by the um Giants. And, and the Giants went on that run, you know. That was something like I think I thought that was probably a Rod best year at getting another ring. But speaking of that, before I just we don't know if you ever get another one because uh, it's a lot. It's some very wide opinions on this one quarterback. Name Eli Manning. It's some very wide opinions. A lot of 
old first ballot. He shouldn't even get into all this, that, and the other. Where where do you stand on, on Eli Manning? Is he, I've never is been he a Eli Hall Manning of Fame? fan, but it's like for some me, I would say no. You see, see we, on the, we on the same time. Like he's gonna get in, but me, I don't think, I don't he think he's a Hall of Fame. I, mean, I don't think he's worthy. But they're gonna look at those two championship runs. I don't think it was luck. I think it was great defense. Man, his that de- shit was luck. His defense was great. And he made, great, he made, great two, he made it, two throws. Yeah, his defense. Yeah, they can rush they the passer. Say, I'm not going to lie to him. That's elite. That's what puts him at the top. No. That's true. And, like, in the playoffs for like some strange reason, like the Giants they limp into the playoffs, and you know they just he just turned it on. He just turned into a completely different quarterback. But it, but my, it's like the year my, they my won thing is, the next year they missed never, the playoffs. I could never say so. It's he like was just an elite quarterback because he was basically to me what Jameis Winston is now. He's going to put up these big numbers, but he's going to turn the ball over way too much. <laughs> he led he led the league in interceptions three times. Like, I I just can't – I can't ignore that. Like, mm-hmm. you were you were great at in moments, but I never considered you top five in any season that you played. Uh, like – and if you're gonna say that's a that's yeah, another if, if thing, gonna, like he never like it. Was, well, his his playoff runs should put him. My bad. You keep going. You go ahead. The elite company is a Hall of Famer. He never had a playoff run that was better than Joe Flacco's run when the Ravens went to the Super Bowl. Joe Flack that Joe Flacco run was elite. No turnovers in the playoffs at all. Thanks. Like he was, he was dominant in that Ravens playoff run. Eli Manning never had a playoff yeah. run. Like that. He just won two Super Bowls. So if he gets in, why, why wouldn't, let's say somebody like Philip Philip Rivers? Why wouldn't Philip Rivers get in if Eli Manning is going to get in? Philip Rivers' numbers are are better. So why why should Eli Eli should get in yeah, with the two yeah. rings? Yeah. I, I, I think that's I what's going. Think he's gonna that's get what's going to happen. I just don't, Eli's going to get in with the two rings. Like, yeah, I don't I don't see it either. Like, my thing is like. I'm one of them dudes, like, even in basketball, like, if you ask me as somebody a Hall of Famer, right away, you should know. If you got to think about it, then, nah, they not no Hall of Famer. That's just me. So, if, if you had to compare Eli's career to that, 
I never a basketball player. I never who would it be. Who? That's tough. Two rings. Hmm. Two rings. I got. I got the perfect. I got he the had perfect two rings off of you know the defense was Rajon Rondo. Who who that? It's uh hey, but I mean Rondo was considered. He like one yeah, thing he I will say, Rondo was considered, considered but was amongst he ever some considered of the best point guards though. An elite player. Eli- in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not elite, but he, I, I would say this. Yeah, Rondo was considered one of the best point guards people, in the game. Some people Eli, I that. never looked at him and said he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I never looked at him like that. I never, I never. I mean, I never some people maybe, but me, no, because like, I was no like no, even I was never gonna take Rondo over Chris Paul, Darren Williams. Really? Um, that that group of point guards, he was never in that discussion for me because I I wanted somebody who could score the ball when they needed to, and he could never do it. He was he was good at putting up. He was basically Russ Russell Westbrook without the athleticism, basically, like. He would put up triple double numbers, and you'll be like, "Okay, maybe he's gonna take that next step." And then the next three or four games, he don't get past ten points. And I'm like, "Okay, is he is he actually good, or is it because of the players around him?" Like he started off his career, yeah, that's with, that, yeah, uh, KG, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen around him, and I'm like, "Yeah, he's gonna he should put up numbers with those guys." Like that's three hall that's three hall of famers. But now you see him on – you saw him with the Pelicans. Yeah. You saw him with the Mavericks. That didn't even work out at all. Um, then you see him with – now you see him with the Lakers, and the Lakers are a terrible team when he's on the floor. <laughs> like, it's just like he put up some decent numbers, but is he a Hall of Famer? Mm-hmm. Uh That's that's who I that's who I would say he is. I, I try to think of nah. other names. Rondo's not a Hall of Famer. Rondo, you could say, yeah, he was a top five. Um, you could say Rondo is a top five point guard. Was a top five point guard in the NBA one time. I I could say that, but he was never like, yeah. I'm, if I had to start a if I had to start a team and pick a point guard, I'm taking Rondo. I was never at that point. I. I I I never thought yeah I never thought Rondo was better than a Chris Paul even Darren Williams at the time or point guard shit even fucking Steve yeah, Nash I, I, I could shit. never I could never say um, Rondo was just better well he had his little run all those guys with the like, uh, son like, shit if you say Rondo if you had to say like. If you had to pick a player, Rondo or Baron Davis, who you taking? It, it, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm taking BD. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. So yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm taking BD. 
But one thing about Rondo that I like, though, was, I mean, everybody going to say it's passing and stuff like that. Bro, he he was like, like, just, yeah, he was playing with, well, Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce. My thing about Rondo is, like, as bad as he, <laughs> as bad as he could shoot, he always had an impact on the game without, you know, it, scoring, it passing, getting rebounds, you know, getting steals. He wasn't no offense. He yeah, he wasn't no offensive guy, obviously, but you know, when like when it was like a big game, he came out and he played what he didn't really have to score. That's that's what it he was. just made some of his teammates better. So, was like, so when you think about Hall I was, you think about the elite of the elite to ever play. I know it's some guys that's in there that shouldn't be in there, but that's because they were in there because of what they did when they played in their era. In the era that Ron in the era that Rondo plays in, it's been a basically a point guard league, right. really. And he came into the NBA, the point guards are taking over. So it's like that's something that Eli you could say about Eli Manning. It's like was he ever the best quarterback in the game? Never. Was Rondo, was Rondo ever the best point guard when he played? Never. Never. So was he was he considered top five, top ten at his position? Nah. Eli Manning, nah. top ten? I guess you can say uh one or two years maybe. Uh for sure. Rondo? Definitely. Uh, Does Rondo have two championships? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he the key player in that? In was yeah. he the key player in that championship run? Uh, he was probably like third. Yeah, third most important on the team. Eli Manning was probably third most important in the Giants' run. Uh-huh. Um, but did he did he change the game in any way? Neither one of them did. But is he is he an elite player? Does he do anything in an elite way? <laughs> and has he done it for a long time? No. Rondo was an elite passer at one point, but that was for maybe five years. He fell off a cliff. The game the game passed him by. Everybody learned that oh well if he's gonna run pick and roll, yeah. he'll go under everything. And you switch it because he can't score, can't shoot. Put a big man on him if you have to. Sag off. Let him shoot jumpers all day. He can't hurt you. That's basically what it was with Eli Manning. Okay, he might make a couple throws here and there, but do we trust him to make those decisions consistently? Nah. The reason he led the league in interceptions three times. Like nah. So is he is he a Hall of Famer? In my book, no. He's gonna get <laughs> in because he won a championship. But he's not he's not an elite player. He he was good. Not yeah, great. he'll get he'll get in. Rondo, good, not great. It's it's like we said, it's okay. It's okay to be good. There's nothing wrong with that. You've been playing for Eli Manning is what he came in in two thousand four, so what, 17 years? You had a good career. It's okay. 
Mm-hmm. Not many people could say they had a good career. You you got the you made yeah. the most money of yeah. any quarterback in NFL history up to this point. That's something you can hang your hang your hat on. The highest paid quarterback ever is Eli Manning. People gonna laugh Facts. at that, but hey, it's it's the truth. Yeah, he number one. Peyton Manning number two. <laughs> Shit, I didn't even know that to be honest. So it's not it's not to be sad about that. You you were never better. Ironic. You were never better than your brother. You were never gonna pass your brother. It's okay. You had a good career. You're gonna get a gold jacket. I don't think you deserve it. But we're just men with a podcast. We don't know that much. So. <laughs> so, yeah. like we said, but we just man with a podcast, just giving our opinion. to say anybody, um, but it's just one of those things, man. I just see people asking the question: Is he a Hall of Famer because he's retiring? Um, they say definitely because of what he did in the playoffs. They say the playoffs matter more, but he never had an all-time great playoff run. Like he was never putting up 40 points in the playoff in a playoff game 400 yards four touchdowns like Mahomes um that um, man that defense was real they had who they they had uh Jason <laughs> Pierre Paul when he had when he had his uh all his fingers that's, that's until, they yeah. had <laughs> They had Justin. They had what was it? Justin Tuck. They had dominant. OC Umanora. Right? Antonio Pierce, one more linebacker. Um, I think I forgot who was playing corner at that time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So they had. 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 They had, they had um, role too. On both. On both of their championship runs, the defense played out of its mind. They, they, yeah, they, we forget yeah, on uh, both of them. They were the wild card team, so it's not like they were just a great team going into the playoffs. They just hit a switch, and it's like, damn, we why can't we beat this team? And the only reason he's gonna get credit for it is because he beat Brady both times. Man, you beat you beat you beat Brady when ironically they were on the verge of going ironically nineteen and zero, being the first team to go nineteen and zero. Then you beat Brady again when he had another great team. So that's why you're getting so much credit. It's not that you've been an elite quarterback because you weren't. But because you went on the playoff run and you won two rings at the expense of Tom Brady. He going to get in the Hall of Fame based off of that. So that's that's what it is. That's. It just bothers me that people say, well, Eli Manning is a first ballot Hall of Fame. I don't see it. I never have, and I never have. Eh? So. Nah. nah I just well, yeah, man, we've been talking long enough. <laughs> Real sports talk. We lost D-Mill a long time ago, like always. For some reason, he never on when we end the podcast. But y'all go follow him on Twitter, D-Miller Time with three E's. Uh, Corey, let everybody know how they can follow you, man. Follow me, Justin. Enjoy this. 
two underscores on Twitter. Don't try to find me on Instagram. <laughs> Only if I rock with you like that. That's all I'm going to say. R.I.P. Nipsey. R.I.P. Kobe. R.I.P. G.G. R.I.P. to all the other victims that was in the helicopter crash. Salute. Go Gators. All, Let's finish off all strong. That. All that. Oh, yeah. And I got one. Well, I got, I got one more thing to say. It's about to be Mardi Gras time, so salute. <laughs> Look at him. Already, already thinking it's still a month <laughs> away and he's already on Mardi Gras. But, uh, hey, go go follow me on Twitter, man, Micah underscore Chapman. Uh, I do follow back. Yeah. If, if, I ain't, if I ain't followed you yet, uh, hit me up, let me know. I'm going to follow you. Um like you said, man, rest in peace to all the victims in the helicopter crash. Uh, rest in peace to the Mamba. Rest in peace to Mamba Cedar. Um, it's it's just tough, man. But we're going to get through it, man. That's, that's one of them things, man. We're losing legends. Losing legends left and right, man. But that's, that's, that's yes, life, sir. man. Everybody yes, got a sir. beginning. And if you got a beginning, that means you got an end, too. So. Um, that's that's just what it is, man. Go follow all of us on Twitter, man. Go follow Thanks. our uh, podcast page as well, R Sports Talk underscore. Um, try to get some guests on next week, man. We thought we had one today, but you know how black people are. Uh, they disappear when when it matters most. So uh, maybe next week we'll have some guests <laughs> on, man. Facts, but yeah, yeah. If y'all want to be on, let me know. Let Micah know. Let Demil know. Let we us know. We'll get you we on. Get you set up. Man, let you want, come on. Voice your opinion. If you want as long as you ain't talking that's, that's about, about that, it. that guy that line up behind the center, all all podcast. We, we're not gonna do that, but. All opinions are welcome. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just saying, but uh, but yeah, man, <laughs> it's time for us to go, man. We're gonna close this thing out once yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, Episode yeah. Episode every week, dropping every Wednesday morning, eight o'clock a.m. Eastern time, seven o'clock Central time. So once again, be prepared. We're doing big things, man. We're gonna get some bigger names every single week on the podcast. Yes, sir. So, with that being said, R.I.P. Nip, R.I.P. Kobe, R.I.P. Gigi, R.I.P. to all the victims, man. The marathon will definitely continue. And we signing off. Real Sports Talk. My boy, Corey. This is Mike. We out. Promise that I will never change because it's inside of me. Trying to stack my chips and listen up to feed my family. Want the whole world to know the hood is still inside of me. I'm trying to make them believe.